all of my Tennessee conservative pals. Hope you've got a fantastic weekend lined up. I know the Lewis family does. Glad to have you here. We've got some pretty good news, some good news actually in the weekend update, and we also have some not so good news as you might expect. So we're going to get right into it. I hope you're ready. I've tried out my Smokey and the Bandit look here. Uh, I'm hoping that Snowman's behind me. I got a, I got a, I got a bear on, on a bumper here. So <laughs> here we go with the weekend update. First things first, big announcement. I did talk about this a little bit the last time, but we have a brand new uh, podcast. And you can type in the Tennessee Conservative uh, on Spotify. If you're more of a listener than you are a watcher, uh, you that's really how I like to get my news. I love to listen. And as y'all are tuning in and watching, and we've got folks coming on here, if you would, mention in the comments section where you are watching from okay so if you're up in uh somewhere way up in uh, the tri-cities area if you're over in middle tennessee uh, murfreesboro williamson county wilson county wherever you are let us know drop it in the comment section and as we go through these stories and we've got seven uh really big ones uh we're going to also ask you to give us your comments and your thoughts on these stories so that we know if we're on track or not We've got uh, Antoinette Cardoza is from Knox County. We've got D. Morris uh, watching from Powell. D. and Antoinette. I love that name. Antoinette. That's a pretty name. Uh, thank you for writing in the comments section. Glad that you're following us. Uh, so we've got that big uh, podcast, uh, Tennessee Conservative Podcast. Go there and subscribe uh, in our newsletter, TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Now here's something that just happened to me. PolitiFact uh, recently flagged one of our posts. Um, and it, it said that you know that that Donald Trump had not made the, uh, the the most impressive economy in the history of the world. Well, the post had nothing to do with that. It was like a let's go Brandon post. And so now we've also discovered uh, that when you type in our URL onto Facebook, that it gives that same warning. So uh, here we are in Tennessee doing something that has nothing to do with that claim, and we get censored. And that's why you really do need to go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and sign up for our newsletter uh, because that is one of the best ways that we can stay in touch with you directly through email and text so that we don't have to worry about social media censorship when it comes. It's not if it comes, it's when it comes. we got Diane here. Hello, everybody from Southeast Tennessee. And uh, Dee, you have a beautiful name as well. You have a beautiful name as well. I'm sorry. Josh uh, Jacobs, howdy, y'all. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. So let's get into the first uh, story. Oh, one other thing. Uh, we're about to have these puppies in. We're having them made. Uh, we're having some Let's Go Brandon hats made because, you know, as, as a fellow Brandon, Brandon Lewis, I'm excited to hear my name uh, chanted in stadiums all across the United States. So if you go to Let's Go Brandon hat, uh, you can pick that puppy up. Let's Go Brandon hat. And uh, you can also uh, get it. It's a, it's like a red MAGA hat. It said, but just says, let's go Brandon across the top so that we don't offend any of the children out in the listening audience. Here we go. Free speech. This is the first story. Free speech, social uh, platforming. God knows I, I could use that um, after just being, you know, I've been in exchanges with PolitiFact today, their deputy editor. Uh, amazing what these people can do. Uh, free speech social media platform to move headquarters to Nashville. You've already got the Daily Wire there. Uh, here we go. Free speech social uh, media platform Parler 
has announced it's moving its headquarters from Henderson, Nevada to Nashville, Tennessee. And they say, let me get in here and get in the show notes here. We're having some issues. Um, Parlor CEO George Farmer outlined the many benefits of moving to Tennessee, noting that Tennessee has great weather, an abundance of Southern hospitality, wonderful music and barbecue. Even more than that, though, Tennessee shares Parlor's visions of individual liberty and expression. Hey, that's what I'm all about because, and this is something about uh, censorship, and I'll say this plainly, uh, both in the dictionary and in history books, uh, censorship comes before communism. I promise, go to the dictionary, look up the words. First you see censorship, then you see communism. If you go to the history books, you see, first you see uh, censorship, then you see communism. So we don't need communism uh, or socialism or any of the other isms uh, you know, in the United States that are evil. Uh, we need freedom of speech. That is one of the bedrock pillars, Social, you know, separation of powers, freedom of speech, the power of the individual. Back to the story. The company says that with its new home in Tennessee, it will continue to be the beacon of free speech. The news of Parler's move to Nashville follows announcements that many conservative pundits have flocked to the Music City, including Ben Shapiro, uh, Tommy Loren, and Matt Walsh of The Daily Wire, and I think Candace Owens as well. Next story. Nashville nurses denied religious exemption at St. Thomas Hospitals. St. Thomas probably has a religious affiliation, probably should be kind and Christian to your employees who have worked themselves to death during a pandemic, uh, probably, shouldn't, probably shouldn't mistreat these people like they're being mistreated. Uh, Becky from Arlington, uh, West Tennessee, thank you. Uh, Dan Fowler, let's go Brandon. All right, I appreciate it. To the story, religious exemptions are being denied at St. Thomas Hospitals in Nashville despite Ascension's reassurance in July that they would provide associates who strongly held religious beliefs prevent them from being vaccinated with a process for exemption, unless they're liars, which apparently they are, if they said in July that they weren't. Back to the story. According to Ascension's statement on their website, employees must be completely vaccinated by November 12, 2021. Now listen. If any of you are out there in this situation where you're having to choose between your medical freedom and your employer, get a group of people together, organize, find you know, who runs the main line, who's the engineer, who's the guy that only knows how to fix something, who are the seven to ten people that if they walk off the line or if they walk out of the hospital, all hell breaks loose. And you leave the mess for them to deal with for a couple of days and say, you've got an option. I'll go look for employment somewhere else. Guys, you gotta stand up. Uh, there are things out there that are more important, like your dignity and your self-respect uh, than money. Cause you can, you know, you, you can make money tomorrow somewhere else. And it may cost you a little bit of money, but uh, better to keep your uh, honor and keep your morality and keep your uh, sense of decency and self-worth intact than to take somebody's money and feel like you've been violated. Back to the story. A former St. Thomas employee said they are denying many, uh, if not all, exemption requests for religious exemption and are forcing their beloved hospital staff to be terminated. They were cunning uh, with their wording, saying that they do, if they do not get a vaccine, then they will take it as uh, take the resignation. Let me be clear, these employees are not resigning. They are being terminated. All nine St. Thomas hospitals in the Nashville area are members of St. Thomas Health and part of Ascension, the largest nonprofit healthcare system and largest Catholic healthcare system in the country. 
Meanwhile, Governor Lee continues to not encourage a special session. And you've got these business groups now about the special session saying, we don't, we don't want companies to have any type of restrictions. Well, if they don't want any type of restrictions, we need to pull back all of the legal uh, protections that we gave them in the last General Assembly. We can't let these employers have their cake and eat it too. If you either have exemption for death, injury, miscarriage, uh, and, and, and you allow people to do their own medical freedom, or if something happens to somebody because they get vaccinated and you've caused them to do that to keep their employment and they have some kind of real bad adverse reaction, there have been a handful of deaths, there have been some serious injuries, then you should be on the line financially for that. And we've got some rhinos, Lundberg, and you know if you if you uh, follow Sam Stockard's reporting over there at the Tennessee Lookout, is that the Tennessee Lookout? I believe. If I misspoke, I'm sorry. You know you got people like Lundberg saying, well, I don't think that we should regulate businesses. Well, where the hell were you when all the small businesses were being shut down during the COVID crisis? You said that you don't think we should regulate business. Where were all of you when you hid behind Bill Lee's coattails for months on end? Well, now we got 24% less uh, small businesses in Tennessee than we did before the pandemic started. And no Lundberg's like, well, we don't want to regulate small business. If Lundberg is your uh, state senator, you probably need to pick up the phone and say, buddy, you're out of step with the district. And come primary time, I can't vote for you, and we're going to have to work against you. Kimberly, uh, Kimberly says, amen. Thank you very much. Glad that you're here. Glad that you're watching the show. Meanwhile, Governor Lee continues not to encourage a special session to protect Tennesseans from federal overreach of Biden's vaccine mandates. No surprise here. Anybody that would discriminate against uh, the discriminate against the people of Tennessee the way that he did during the pandemic, anybody that would do that, of course, they're not going to stand up at this time for their people in other districts. They're not going to do that. That's, that should we we shouldn't expect him to. One individual said, "Bill Lee." Get with the Constitution or be left behind. People in your state are losing their livelihood and you are doing nothing. Wake up. I agree. Next story. Greer to allow documented exemptions to Knotts County mask mandate, but with additional step. U.S. District Judge Ronnie Greer. You know, he's just a person that puts on his pants like everybody else. He may be a judge. He may have been appointed. I tell you what, if this guy lived in my neighborhood, went to a church that I went to, and if I had to send my kids to school, and if he had made this decision to mask them, Everywhere he went, I would just say, hey, just want to let you know, this is the guy who's forcibly masking kids in school. He's right here. If I caught him in a restaurant, if I saw him anywhere, I'd call him out right where he was. I wouldn't be violent. I wouldn't be ugly about it. But people that do stuff like this, that think they know better than the parents of children, it's a shame. It's a sham. These judges that making laws, that's not what you're there for. U.S. District Judge Ronnie Child Abuse Greer made the decision to allow Knox County Schools to exempt faculty, students, and staff from mask wearing if they have certain documented medical conditions following the Knox County Board of Education asking him to make a new masking policy more lenient. It's not his business to, to make rulings on this anyway. Giving the board a stern warning that the mask exemption policy cannot be abused, Greer is demanding that the board must submit a monthly list to the court that includes all exempt individuals, full names, the specific reasons for their exemptions? F you. Who do you think you are to tell Tennesseans 
what they can and can't do with their children in schools. Related to medical stuff, you're not a medical doctor. So you're telling me we got 99% of really healthy kids in these schools and we need to make their learning more difficult and we need to give them the burden of wearing a mask on their face all day so that we can protect somebody in the school from a virus that's unlikely to, to harm any of the other kids. Thank God he's not in, in control of, of anything business-related or health-related. This gentleman is a joke. Greer went on to blast the school board for blaming the court for the mask mandate, stating that they could have offered an alternative masking policy during the court hearings but chose not to do so. Perhaps, but still, Greer's to blame. Don't let him, don't let him shift it. You see Greer out somewhere, you know him, call him out everywhere you go. These people just need to be all these elected officials who are uh, infringing on the liberty of people and all of these appointed people, we need to make it in this state uh, to where it's uncomfortable to live for them, socially. Socially uncomfortable for them to live in this state. Greer stated, the Board of Education's cry of manifest injustice is therefore at best meritless and at worst disingenuous. Yeah, whatever, dude. All those kids having to wear those things all day long, I hope you sleep well at night. I hope he sleep well, sleeps well at night. Meanwhile, the Tennessee conservative still has not received, and I'm getting on the phone with somebody at the uh, comptroller's office next week because Knox County Schools, we sent in a, a perfectly reasonable public records request that they have now broken the law on. They have broken the law on by not uh, sending them our way. Well, all we asked was, was for emails within like a week's time of things that had been sent and received related to how people, how they chose to isolate and segregate these students and to not teach them and to put the, and to treat them like second class citizens and to harass them. That's all we've done. And all they have to do is do control F mask, print the emails out, scan them in and send them to us. It's the law. It says Facebook algorithms are blocking U12. People get real. I don't know what that means. You'll have to elaborate. KCS uh, pass uh, started all this crap in Knox County. Don't follow them. All right, back to the story. Meanwhile, the Tennessee conservative has still not received the info that we requested from Knox County Schools through the Freedom of Information Act. The lack of transparency being shown by the school system and the extended amount of time taken to fulfill this simple request makes the whole thing look very suspicious. It does to me. I mean, if you don't have anything to hide, you're, you're usually pretty quick to give people information. But when you have something to hide, you delay, which is what's happening right now. Guys, I got a little technical issue here. We're going to have to make an adjustment. I think the old computer's getting a little hot. Don't know what's happening. Maybe this will solve the problem. All right. Next story. Food and gas prices reach new heights, as if y'all didn't know. Food prices hit a 10-year high worldwide, and U.S. companies are feeling the pinch, resorting to increased prices to offset their cost to purchase goods and deal with labor and transportation problems. Meanwhile, gas prices nationwide have skyrocketed, even as the Biden administration considers new energy regulations. That should be helpful. Industry insiders have laid the blame for rising energy costs at the feet of President Biden, citing increased regulations. You know, all these people thought that the U.S. economy, all these politicians in our state as well, thought that, that, that businesses and the economy were like a wind-up toy. 
You can damage them, you can shake them, you can disrupt them, you can unconstitutionally discriminate against people, you can strip their liberties away, and there won't be any long-term effects or problems. And we had a whole branch of government in the General Assembly that sat on their hands and regulated the hell out of businesses. And now when, when there's a, a chance to actually stand up for individual freedom in a very specific way, they say, oh no, oh, we're not for that. They're liars. Back to the story, next story. Pandemic shutdowns create lost generation that will impact careers and mental health. New national research shows that parents fear students who lost time during the pandemic shutdowns could experience long-term effects on their learning and career opportunities. A poll found that 81% of adults think that school disruptions will create challenges for young people's school and job performance. The group said that the vast majority, 84%, I can't see what these things are. I was just hoping maybe we pick up a few more views. You never know. <laughs> the group said that the vast majority, 84%, think a lost generation of students will be a problem for U.S. employers in the U.S., including around one-third, 34%, think it will be a large problem. The survey found that nearly three-quarters of Americans, 74%, believe the society as a whole will suffer, suffer from the lost generation. And when asked who's responsible for fixing the lost generation of students, Americans mostly commonly say the individuals themselves are responsible. This is followed by parents of individuals, 45%, uh, educators, 43%, and the U.S. Department of Education. Buddy, they couldn't fix a one-car funeral. They couldn't, the Department of Education. So uh, those people that are counting on the government to do anything good, the government's the one that got them into this mess. It's so funny. These people that depend on the government to raise their children and to, and to a degree, I know some people can't, can't get in a better situation to educate their children. Uh, the government fails at that. So when they fail the first time, they're probably not gonna fix their, their, their issues. Next story, Tennessee treasurer strongly opposes IRS bank account monitoring proposal. Tennessee Treasurer David Lillard is calling Biden's plan to have the IRS monitor banking accounts with more than $600 in transactions in a year an invasion of privacy. Well, no bleeping crap. Not only that, it's like they want to worry about transactions of $600 or more in banks, right, for the IRS. The IRS gives away billions of dollars in error every year to dead people, illegal aliens. It just gets lost in the database lost i tell you what they really need to audit and pay attention to is their own failings we got there right now they can't even return inquiries at the irs they are backed up for months over there they, they're going to follow something else above and beyond they're already screwing up literally stated the irs is already failing to use the current reporting requirements and has shown a track record of keeping sensitive information of not keeping uh sensitive information safe from cyber attacks and other security breaches Kimberly Moser says, our government is bringing slavery back. I don't know that they ever lost it. Um, stand up for your freedom or we'll lose it all, says Diane. I agree. Back to the story. Lillard, while the Biden administration is trying to build this, and leave your comments about what you think in this story. Even if you watch this way down the road, uh, do leave your comments. Tell us where you're watching from. While the Biden administration is trying to kill this bill, improving tax compliance on the wealthy, this plan is a massive invasion of privacy on the middle-income Americans and an unnecessary, tremendous compliance burden on community bankers. It will substantially increase the unbanked in our nation. I agree. Next story. Lee commits to revamping Tennessee's K-12 uh, school funding formula. Now, I spoke with this, uh, spoke about this extensively 
with Alex Abernathy, who has a show. Uh, he's Tennessee's anchor man. Uh, if you look, check out his uh, podcast, uh, Alex Abernathy. You can look uh, on podcasts. He does a short segment on Tennessee State News. Very good. You know, uh, I'm going to digress here for a moment. We pay attention to what's going on in Washington. And I may lead into my next one on this. And it's kind of like this big drama, this big soap opera. We can't do anything about. You can't go get your hands on your on your U.S. senator and sit down with them. You can't sit down with three or four U.S. senators. But you and a group of people have direct access to your state senators, your state reps, people that can really make your life different. But we, we're always keeping up with this national drama while our rights and freedoms get taken away in our own state when we actually have an opportunity to do something about it. So I'm so glad that as a subscriber of the Tennessee Conservative that you folks watching this program, listening to this program on the podcast, you're paying attention to the stuff you can control. You're reaching out to your representatives. You're giving money to uh, people that can make a difference. I've got to make a segue here. Uh, if you will go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, we need your support. I had somebody anonymously mail me a $1,000 check today. And... We're still in the hole. I still run this thing out of my own pocket because I think it's important that we have conservative news outlets. I've been told for 20 years by conservatives we need them. I've put a lot of my own money into this. I mean, like an enormous amount. Uh, my wife is a saint for letting me do it. Um, and I need your financial support. So if you'll go to, find, uh, to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, and if you give any amount, we will send you two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers. You can put these on your liberal relatives' cars and really annoy them. Uh, you can put them on your car. i got to lift this up and get the directory out here. There we go. I was trying to hope this thing's sitting on a platform. I think it's making it too hot. And we've got this directory we'll send you. And let's see if old Lundberg's on here. The guy who doesn't want to regulate business but didn't have any problem regulating it during the uh, COVID crisis. Where is he? Where is old Lundberg on here? There he is, 212 Skyline Drive, Bristol, Tennessee. His telephone number, for those of you who have a pen and a piece of paper, 615-741-5761. That's 615-741-5761. If you have this handy little directory, you can call those people quickly. And if you give $50 or more, we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. And you know what? If, if politicians drink from this, it actually makes them accountable to their districts. Uh, it's a mag has magical properties in it. Uh, it, it truth serum. If you were to, to put this in, in the mouth of John Lundberg and let him drink, what you would really hear is, well, I get a lot of money from corporations and PACs, and, and they kind of fund my campaign, and I didn't mind shutting businesses down because it, it gave us lots of control over them, and I love having control over people, uh, which is something really fun. But at the same time, uh, you know, this is kind of fun controlling people uh, corporately with vaccine mandates. So I kind of just like control it would be probably what he would say if he drank the water out of this. And I'm getting so sick and tired of hearing these rhinos make excuses for why they will not protect the freedoms of Tennesseans. I, I, I just I can't fathom it. We need to get some new ones. And we've got to pay very close attention heading into this special session that, that this is not just a dog and pony show and that these rhinos in the Senate do not kill good legislation like they did in the general session and they could have prevented all this. Back to the story. Lee commits to revamping Tennessee's K-12 school funding formula. 
Governor Bill Lee said that the state will review its K-12 education funding model, the basic education program, look for ways to improve the way the state spends its uh, educational money. Lee said it will be focused on more of a student-based funding strategy than a system-based funding strategy, understanding the individual needs of students that parents can see how their dollars are spent. Now, boy, the Democrats and the teachers unions immediately screamed bloody murder about this because the real problem in Tennessee isn't that we spend almost $12,000 a year and that our kids can't read at grade level. Oh no, that's not the problem. Our problem is not that only 53% of money in, in Tennessee makes it to the classroom and the rest of it is wasted on pointless uh, administrative stuff and while we teach people uh, how to help children become transgender in our public schools like they like we reported on up in Nashville, not, not, the, not the critical race theory uh, that's distracting people from their core competency, not the lack of discipline, not the fact that, that people are not rewarded for their academic performance uh, as in a pay scale. No, none of that is the problem. And none of and the fact that we don't give uh, parents any uh, control over over the government education or the education of their children that's not a problem. The problem is always we've not given enough money. Well, funding has gone up for education year after year after year for forty years in Tennessee. Yet here we are. It's a failed experiment. The problem is not with the amount of money. The problem is the institution is broken, and that these kids. Who, who, who we spend basically about $144,000 to educate them and hand them a piece of paper that is meaningless without any job skills. They don't understand finances. They've not been taught through history, and many of them can't read or write. I have kids occasionally communicate with me. They can't punctuate a sentence. They can't diagram a sentence. Basic math and understanding, they don't understand what happened in their nation or their state's history. That's the problem with government schools, not tinkering with some kind of formula. Give the parents the money in an educational savings account so they can send their damn kids where they want to send them, and let's get the government out of education, and let's get the teachers' unions out of education. When you've got government and unions putting something together, it's always bad. Tori Venable, very nice lady. You should follow them over at Americans for Prosperity. We agree on almost everything. This is an opportunity to enact meaningful reforms to allow the money that the state invest in kids to follow them to whatever education will best meet their needs. This could be transformational for future generations of Tennesseans, giving them the best possible educational experience. Amen. Teresa, I agree 100%. Thank you for watching. All right, guys, that's it. That's the story. Now that I don't have to read anymore, I can put my shades on. Only cool people wear shades, right? So I'm Brandon Lewis here with the Tennessee Conservative. Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and subscribe to our e-newsletter while you still can, you know, think while it's still legal in this country and in Tennessee. Um, and go to, you know, Let's Go Brandon Hat, H-A-T dot com. You can pick up one of those red MAGA hats with Let's Go Brandon. So you can encourage me as I try to keep Tennessee free. Share this in any conservative groups that you're in, if you're in a conservative group. And if you're in a conservative group that I don't know about, on social media, you can email me, Brandon, at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. I try to keep up with all those patriots that are out there. And uh, I do appreciate you. Love you guys. Hope you have a great weekend. Uh, do check out our podcast, TennesseeConservativeNews.com. And if you can drop a dollar, just let me hold it for a little while. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Running this thing is expensive. And right now, I'm funding it because I believe in freedom. Uh, and I believe in liberty, and we've lost so much of it in Tennessee. I'm going to claw it back 
uh, you know, kicking and screaming with your help. I'll talk to you next time. Take care. God bless.